It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. Covering the sports betting landscape from coast to coast, this is Betting Across America with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum on VSIN, the sports betting network. Hi, everybody, and welcome in. It is Betting Across America presented by BetMGM. I'm Ben Wilson filling in for the vacationing Hall of Famer Mike Pritchard live from our South Point Sportsbook Studios. Joined, as always, though, by Josh Applebaum on the East Coast. Follow him at Josh underscore insights, host of the Daily Market Insights podcast. Josh, we begin with draft night here in the NBA. Now, look, shortly after we went off the air yesterday, Jabari Smith, he was up to about a minus 600 favorite to be number one overall. And right now he's about minus 400. So you're thinking, all right, that there should not be really any story here. However, there was a lot that happened over the last 24 hours. Josh, I know you've been tracking it here the whole way to give us the latest of of how this thing has gone all over the place, even though Smith has now resettled in here at a $4 favorite to go first overall tonight. Yeah, and Ben, it's great to be with you. And again, I feel like we went around the world once, came back to where we started, but boy, have things changed since we, we last talked yesterday, Ben. So I think this is a perfect example of these betting markets be, being really up and down and really being susceptible to you know leaked information or people who know something. Or I was actually texting uh, Thomas Gable, the sportsbook director of the Borgata. I'm like, TG, what's going on here? Because remember, Ben, we left the show. And as you mentioned, Jabari Smith was as high as minus 500 to go first overall. But last night, as I'm getting ready to write the newsletter, uh, I, I look at the odds here and Paolo Bancaro had massive steam in his favor he went from at 1.20 to 1 yesterday on our show he was around plus 300 he moved at around midnight to around minus 190 the favorite to go first overall but then what happened we saw a big Woj bomb a big tweet coming out at 8 41 p.m eastern time talk about Woj you know again taking a position here and I 
Woj Bomb, yeah, huge Woj Bomb. Woj versus Steam. This is like, you know, Godzilla versus King Kong here. So I'm going to lean Woj here, and I think the betting markets are kind of, uh, or definitely in agreement, because once that tweet came out, we saw a lot of lines go off the board, but there was a brief moment in time this morning, Ben, you know, 8 a.m., 8.50 a.m. was really early, you know, for you guys on the West Coast, but a lot of books still had Jabari Smith, like plus 145, plus 150, and then, of course, everything has changed. So we're now back to Jabari Smith as the favorite to go one overall based on this Woj tweet. Chet Holmgren, number two. Uh, he's now minus 700. Paolo, number three, minus 400. We'll talk about all the ramifications here, uh, Ben, but I tell you what, as a Jabari Smith ticket holder, minus 105 to go first overall, I'm feeling great when we left the show yesterday. I woke up today feeling terrible that there's no way I'm going to cash this anymore. Now I'm feeling good again. So as a, as a sports better, I think you got to be you know used to, and again, it's never fun to take this roller coaster, but the market moves, the market evolves. But the one thing I keep going back to, Ben, you hear it all the time from me, low bets, higher dollars. If you look at these percentages, even despite that Bancaro steam last night, you still have, and these are updated numbers from this morning at BetMGM, 34% of tickets on Smith, number one, but almost 70% of the money. So I don't know if that was an informed better. Maybe there was a leak from the war room that Bancaro steam was real, but it looks like, hey, it, it was Jabari Smith yesterday. It was Jabari Smith a month ago, and it looks like Jabari Smith right now. So fingers crossed that Woj is right, and the magic don't screw this the, thing up for uh, us Smith holders. Right, the ebbs and flows of a sports better. And I know, <laughs> like, I know you're a night owl as well, but I was looking at this. It went to even money for or basically split minus 115 each way at about 1 a.m. on the East Coast last night. Two By 2 a.m. on the East Coast, well, we're all here on the, in Vegas like, what is going on? Boncaro goes to minus $2. But even as early, even as late as noon Eastern today, uh, 9 a.m. on the West Coast, I was getting ready for the show, and you still could have gotten Jabari Smith at minus $1.75. So even, even in a 90-minute period after we saw things flip back, Smith goes from minus 175 to as high as minus 500. He's now minus 400 at BetMGM, minus 350 I'm seeing at DraftKings and, and, and in some other shops as well. So, look, it, it's fascinating. It also makes me think, Josh, just from a general kind of macro perspective here, where like me here in Nevada, and we'll talk about our favorite bets a little bit later in the show, I couldn't make any of these. Only two books in the entire state of Nevada even offered any NBA draft picks, and it was only the number one overall pick. And because of the Nevada, Nevada Gaming Commission regulations, those were all taken down 24 hours before the start of the draft. So last night at 4 p.m. on the West Coast, it just leads me to think, okay, I get it. I respect the books. They don't want to hang a lot of numbers because they, they've been killed on the draft historically. But this has been one of those cases where when you've got moves going against the, pre the preeminent insiders in the NBA like a Woj, is this? I mean, you can't possibly say there's a you know massive, massive amounts of advantages for betters to take you know to take advantage of when there are so many unknowns here. I just wonder. All right, can, can these books just give us some more things to offer? Because so far, nothing has really been settled. At least not until draft day, when we're finally now, Josh, just hours before the draft, starting to see things come here in a much more concrete fashion. Yeah, I think you really laid it out well, Ben, and it kind of brings me back to remember when it was number three, who was at San Francisco in the NFL draft where we heard Mac Jones, Mac Jones, Mac Jones, and then out of nowhere, it was, you know, uh, Trey Lance. So you do have some of these, you know, ebbs and flows, these back and forths. And obviously, again, I, th the thing is like, you know, I was kind of poking fun at this. They should make a 30 for 30 over just this whole scenario here because, you know, I've been betting NBA and NFL drafts. I'm one of those weirdos, uh, Ben, who likes to bet it every single year and gets pumped for it because I think if you do your work, you can make some money here. But I have never seen about 20 
12 years of doing both of these drafts, I've never seen anything like this. Even like Trayvon Walker, NFL, like, yeah, that was a late move in his favor. But a week before the draft, we started to see each day he was creeping up. This was out of nowhere in the middle of the night. So as TG was mentioning at the Borgata, it was an informed better who kept hitting Bancaros. I don't think this was just, you know, big money from casual betters. I think there was something to it. But I think the fact that Woj, who you know is all about his reputation, he's not going to tweet this at 8.41 a.m. Eastern time if he thinks he's wrong. I think he's you know supremely confident here that he's got it right. So to me, it, it's exciting here as a, as a Smith backer you know, to see this late move back in his favor because, again, last night you woke up today, you're feeling, hey, this is going the other way on us here. But I think also, Ben, you make a really good point. Uh, the other market when it comes to the draft, like obviously we're focused on who goes one, two, three. Uh, the draft to me really begins at, you know, number four, will it be Jaden Ivy? He's minus 200, five Keegan Murray is plus 140. But look at some of these other names. Like we'll get to it later in, in the program here, but look at these head to heads. Look at these over under draft positions on, you know, Ty Ty Washington. I have a play on him over 19 and a half. I think right now bypass these big guys. I think really the lines have moved so much anymore let's look at the the smaller market because it may not be getting as a, as much attention but i think there's a lot of value there especially if you compare if you screenshot a lot of the odds yesterday you compare them to today i think there's some interesting movement where you can take advantage and cash the same kind of bet the same kind of money on a player that maybe isn't as popular as one of these top guys still certainly a lot of value to be had even with the draft coming up here in only about five hours at least at this point we'll get into more of those plays later because yes we've got some head-to-head matchups we talked positional props overall and first round selections those props yesterday so we'll get into that a little bit later in the show we also have Lou Finicaro our guy Gamblu coming on we'll talk Stanley Cup final after the avalanche last night take a 3-1 series lead and under finally does cash in the Stanley Cup avalanche gets to get the job done in overtime we'll get Gamblu's thoughts on that get some updated awards odds as well I talked some college baseball with uh, with Gamblin Lou uh, but Josh what I mean Stanley Cup for last night and I know I was on there with, with primetime action that thing was I uh, was back and forth you felt like okay you get to overtime it's I know you were uh, again looking at uh, on the lightning side of course the under does finally cash but uh, who would have thought Nazem Kadri out of nowhere guy who hasn't played all series is able to make a crazy play in overtime and, and that uh, really strikes a dagger into the hearts of all lightning fans because now you have the abs here massive series favorites back up 3-1 heading back to Colorado here tomorrow night yeah, and really, if you're you know play a guy like me who was on the Tampa Bay Lightning last night, you're feeling good. They get up one nothing. They're up two to one. But really, they gave up that late goal to tie it two to two, and then overtime, it was just constant barrage of avalanche. And again, you you saw Vasilevsky stand on his head, made some incredible saves. How ironic is it that the game ends on a play that really no one even knew the puck went in the net? It got roofed up and you know caught there in the net, so it was a little confusion there. Uh, but I think that was your your best case here if you're the Lightning get back in this series because now the series price is going away from you. We're seen a lot of these numbers what is it now ben minus 1400 huge minus number here for the abs to get it done they've already moved in the next game here to hoist the trophy they open minus 155 they're up to around minus 170 you do have a lot of system matches on these home favorites doing very well 43 and 18 70 percent and i think you know just based on cooper when when he was talking at the post game interview i think he was kind of getting at he thought there were too many men on the ice which it kind of looked like that was a possibility here but maybe he's also playing kind of an us-against-the-world mentality. Whatever it may be, I think the, the coach there, Cooper, was kind of telling you, man, that was our shot. Now we're down 3-1. Now we have to go to Colorado. They can smell it right now. 
To me, this is tough if you're a lightning backer. I think the series, you might have lost it last night in overtime. And great point by you. You know, we've seen these odds makers take a position on the under pretty much every game. It's been juiced up under. It keeps flying over and lands on seven. You're like, okay, are the odds makers getting this thing wrong? But no, they stuck. They stayed, you know, stay, uh, stuck to their guns here, Ben. It was six uh, juiced up under minus 115. It's like, how can you take an under here despite all these games flying over? Well, guess what? We finally got that under. And Kale McCarr, if you're holding a McCarr ticket, you're feeling great right now. He's up to minus 550 uh, to win the uh, the Smythe Trophy wow. now, Ben. Yeah, big, big odds shift there as the series, as you mentioned. Now, minus 1,400 in a lot of shops. Lightning, you can get in the eight to eight and a half to one range. We'll get Lufa Nicaro's thoughts on that, the College World Series as well as on the UFC coming up next. I do have a play in the College World Series. There's one game today, Josh. Arkansas wins 3-2 last night. They force a winner-take-all game tonight uh, against Ole Miss. I'm seeing right now it's it's pretty much a pick a market-wide. You can still get, if you want to lay it with Arkansas, you could get low as minus 110. Uh, Mississippi, the Re- the Rebs are minus, I'm seeing 105 here, and a total of nine. I don't, Lou Fittacaro makes a yearly pilgrimage to Omaha, Nebraska, Josh. And so that, and he is, I believe, heading up there tomorrow. The championship series will be tomorrow. It'll be Oklahoma against the winner of this game tonight. Uh, so on the other side, and a little bit later in the show, I'll give out my pick. This is a 4 p.m. Eastern start time, so coming up here at the end of our show. So I'll have a pick, Josh, before we wrap up, because I do like a side in this game. But I can't wait to hear from Gamblin' Lou. He's got UFC, he's got NHL, and he's making his pilgrimage up to Omaha, uh, which is uh, very unique as, as far as sports pilgrimages go, but it's very impressive nonetheless. Yeah, so I finally got to March Madness in Vegas this past March Madness. Took me forever, Ben, but that's a pilgrimage I got to take there to the there Mecca of college baseball. So I'm um, 1-0 tailing our, our guy Ben Wilson here. So let's see if we can keep it going, Ben. And you know what? You're a great producer. You're a great podcaster. But you're a great host, too, because that was a professional tease there. I'm hot, I'm hot right now, sharp as a tack. I got to play, but you got to stay tuned and wait for it. <laughs> Can't wait to hear it, Ben. <laughs> so Love it. Try. So we try. Yes, Josh Applebaum, 1-0 and lifetime. That's a 1,000 winning percentage, folks. I should just retire, Ben. Yeah, blindly, it's never going to get better than that. Yeah. <laughs> blindly tailing me in a random college baseball bet. All right, we are presented by BetMGM. It is now time to get into the king of sportsbooks with Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM. They have all your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting, boosted odds, specials, and much more. So download the BetMGM app today. Stop by any MGM casino on this trip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. On the other side, Lou Finicaro, Jack of all trades talks, Stanley Cup, UFC, College World Series next on Betting Across America. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. The VEASAN Summer Special is here for only $19. You get everything VEASAN has to offer from now to the end of July. Sign up today and you'll get VEASAN's daily best bets, which includes Adam Burke on the MLB, Lou Finicaro. You can see him on the UFC as well as NFL offseason coverage, premium articles on golf, the USFL, and NASCAR. If you want the full VEASAN experience, which features a daily best bets email every edition of Point Spread Weekly, use of our betting tools and a live video stream whenever you want it. The cost is only $19 to be a subscriber through July 31st. Sign up now at VEASAN.com. Slash summer. I'm Ben Wilson, back from our South Point Sportsbook Studios, joined on the East Coast by Josh Applebaum. Follow him at Josh underscore insights from Boston. As we welcome in our guy, Lou Finicaro, you read him in Point Spread Weekly. You see him on First Strike basically every Friday with our guy Dave Ross on the UFC. You hear him on the About Business podcast, and you're also seeing him right now. Uh, Lou, welcome to the show. I understand you're getting ready to make the pilgrimage up to Omaha, Nebraska, College World Series. We're down to three teams, and I know you've been following this very closely. Anything you like today with the Arkansas Ole Miss winner-take-all game to face Oklahoma in our College World Series championship series starting tomorrow, which I know you will be at. Well, first of all, Ben and Josh, thanks for having me on. This is a great time of year. I'm very active in the three sports happening right now, UFC, uh, hockey playoffs, and college world series. As far as today's game is concerned, I hold futures on Arkansas and uh, Old Miss. And so uh, there's really, it's a difficult task for me to try and pick a side. I view Arkansas as maybe uh, the, the less 
spectacular team, but the deeper team that's gotten by without an ace pitcher, strong hitting most of the season. Uh, but Ole Miss, uh, their first loss was to Arkansas just last night, and it, they haven't had a loss in the postseason. So it should be a great game. A gun to my head, and actually you don't have to put a gun to my head. I'm all <laughs> about the over here. The wind is from the south. It's blowing into the hitters, but it's not very strong. And Arkansas is a hard-hitting team. It, if this thing doesn't go over, it's going to be an Ole Miss game, in my opinion. Uh, but we got to find a way for Arkansas or Ole Miss to be able to beat Oklahoma. Oklahoma sitting at the other end of the bracket with a bunch of rested arms, but a team with the lowest fielding percentage, the highest ERA. So uh, though they're there, they're particularly susceptible to one of these SEC teams, I think. Lou, it's great to see you, and I want to uh, give you a shout-out because you tweeted something out this afternoon I thought it was fantastic. Gambling advice from, guess who? Warren Buffett. So this one really spoke to me, Lou. We simply attempt to be fearful when others are greedy and to be greedy only when others are fearful. So that's kind of the, you know, don't just do whatever the crowd is doing. Think about going the other way. So I really, you know, uh, would recommend people check out that article you tweeted. I thought it was fascinating from both an investing and a betting perspective. But I want to change gears with you, Lou, because you're so great at so many sports. Let's talk a little hockey right now. You saw Colorado go, to, you know, come back from a 2-1 deficit, force overtime, win in overtime. They're now one win away from the championship. They're up to minus 1400 on the series price. We did finally see an under cash yesterday for the first time and books were kind of bullish on those unders. Finally got one under the belt there. But what's your take on on the next game upcoming here, Lou? You know, we did see a little movement to Colorado. They opened like minus 150. They're up to minus 170 at some shops. Is this series over? Was it the best chance for Tampa last night and they just couldn't get it done? Would you bet Colorado to end the championship tomorrow or Tampa off a loss? Should we dust that series off and can they, you know, live to uh, to fight another day here, the Lightning? Well, uh, Josh, from my perspective, I, I sat out pre-flop uh, because I haven't been spectacular in the hockey playoffs and I wanted to watch a game. Soon as I saw a game, I knew what I wanted to do. And uh, my prediction for last night was that Colorado was going to run them off the ice. Now, I'd say a 3-2 win in overtime isn't anywhere close to running a team off the ice, but they ran them off the ice in overtime. Yes, this series is over. I hold Colorado futures uh, that were published at four to one and four to two series futures. I just think they're too young, too much, and now they're too focused. And, and Tampa knows the weight that they have to carry to go back to Colorado and altitude to get this done. Uh, I, I I wish we could see six or seven games, but we're not. Lou Finicaro again joining us. You can follow him at Gamblue, a, a man I, like, I envy right now. He's got two different futures live out of the three teams left in college baseball. He's got the abs four to one here. Abs right now on the doorstep of closing the series out. I can't help but look too, Lou, at some of these award odds in Consumite Trophy where we've seen Kale McCarr now go to just a massive favorite here, well over $5. And sure, he's been such a lockdown defender on the ice. But amidst a series where really, I mean, Colorado has proven that the depth has been the difference here. And no, no more was that evident than Nazem Kadri coming off and had not even been in the series at all, comes into the game in overtime last night and scores the game-winning goal. Are, are you in agreement with the sportsbooks here that this award is basically over, or is there somebody else who could uh, win this? Because it's not like just from the, you know, the casual eye test from somebody like me who's not you know, super in-depth in doing the deep dive on this. 
you know, I, you can make a case for four or five different avalanche with how this series has played out so far. I really think you can. I think the time to get into that market might have been a little earlier uh, on Stormy's program, maybe a week or so ago. I was all about Landeskog at 20 to 1, and, and he's one of those that's in consideration. Team captain right there. Yeah, McCarr's getting all the ink, but don't think for a minute they aren't going to rally around Landeskog. I'm not saying he's a shoe in, but I like it at 20 to 1. For me, whoever is the chalk, that's who we're trying to beat. I can't just lay down and take chalk unless I got him four or five weeks before four or five months before, and he wasn't chalk or she wasn't chalk then, they were a better price. So uh, I, as Josh alluded to in the Buffett article earlier, I'm always trying to, to go left when they're going right. It works really, really good at times. Sometimes it doesn't work so good. Lou, we're going to change gears again. This is fantastic. We're just hitting every base here. Uh, let's go to UFC, one of your stronger sports here, Lou. Uh, I think you had a great article in Points Through Weekly Magazine. I'd always recommend reading Lou's article in PSW, but I'll throw it out to you, whoever you want to talk about. But in particular, one uh, article that you wrote really caught my eye. It may not be the, the fight that everyone's you know looking at. It's in the prelims. It's not the main event. But Brian Kelleher against Mario Bautista. Lou, with a lot of physical advantages and youth advantages for Bautista, he's 28, his opponent's 35, he's 5'8", his opponent's 5'5", he's got a 69-inch reach, his opponent's got a 66-inch reach, and we have seen Bautista a little bit of line movement, he's like minus 160, he's up to around minus 170, and our VEASAN.com page, we're showing 71% of bets on Bautista, but taking in almost 94% of the money, so is Bautista the play here, and then any other bouts that you're looking at for Saturday? Well, Josh Bautista is a, a release that I made a week ago when the line just came out, minus 155. And really, all the reasons you cited are exactly why I like Bautista, with a little bit of icing on the cake being the fact that um, uh, Kelleher has had to fight or has chosen to fight at 145 the last few fights. He's a little undersized there. So he's going to have to make a weight cut to 35. And Bautista's a kid that really should be fighting at 45. And while Kelleher is used to fighting bigger guys, he's not used to fighting them when he's had to make that kind of a cut. And that's another reason why I think there's great value on Bautista anywhere under minus two to one. And I'm still seeing, Lou, if, we, if you shop around, you can find him as low as $1.60 still. That is starting to really pick up uh, some steam at some other shops. I'm seeing now, him now as high as in the $1.80 range. So a great, uh, great piece of advice to give out on that. Uh, he is Lou Finicaro. Thank you, Lou, as always, for joining us. I, I, know, I have to imagine when you go to Omaha, you're going to stop by Rocco's, which if, for people who don't know, they do the Jello Shot Challenge. And these team, all the eight teams have to compete with each other. I was just looking at the updated numbers. Arkansas fans have bought... 7,399 jello shots at $4.50 each. That's like 30 some thousand dollars worth of jello shots. Ole Miss right behind at 5,927. Lou, what is the over under for number of jello shots that uh, one gamble will be purchasing on behalf of, I guess it's the Arizona uh, Wildcats, even though they're not in the College World Series? How, how many yeah, jello shots are you getting, Lou? One and a half, and the under is minus 2,000 because <laughs> that, that is, Uncle Lou knows where to go in Omaha to not get jello shots. Oh, that's great. That is Uncle Lou with some very sage advice right there for, for the young, young people out there looking to go to uh, Omaha. Lou, as always, thank you for the time, and I'm sure we'll uh, catch up soon. Enjoy the trip there to the College World Series. should be a blast. 
Thanks so much for having me on, guys. Good luck to everybody. Absolutely. Appreciate it. Uh, Josh, we're getting down to the wire, too, in, uh, in some of these baseball games as well. We'll get a full update here on the other side. But all sorts of day baseball. We've got six games in progress right now. A couple games here going to the ninth inning. Anything you're sweating here? Because we know how much we love a good Josh Applebaum mid-show sweat here on the baseball <laughs> diamonds. Yeah, so I got a couple plays that I wrote about in the newsletter. I'm sweating Miami right now, 3-2. to two. They had a line move in their favor. Same thing with San Francisco. Uh, or actually, I'm on Atlanta on that one. So we'll see if we can cash these, Ben. Got a couple plays later. And by the way, you had me at jello shots. Let's get after it. Oh, shocking <laughs> development that Josh Applebaum is a jello shot connoisseur. Going, I'm oh, yeah. Sure, I'm sure back at the UVM back in the day, you know, when TJ Sorrentine was hitting buckets, you had, Josh Applebaum was and at the top and wrath. Yeah, the yeah. whole team, exactly. You, you, were, you, were definitely, you were definitely ordering jello shots uh, en masse. Uh, so th- both of those games you mentioned, your teams are up, but trying to pull out save situations here in the top of the night. So we'll update those next. We'll get into our favorite NBA draft props, many of which are still available if you are in the right jurisdiction as we get ready now under five hours to go till draft time. We'll discuss that next. Then also get into our favorite MLB plays for the rest of the card as we roll on. It is Betting Across America presented by BetMGM. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. America is brought to you by Zin Nicotine Pouch is a fresh way to enjoy nicotine without all the baggage of zig- cigarettes, dip, or vape. Zin Nicotine Pouches are smoke-free, spit-free, and available in 10 varieties, and they come in two strengths, so you can easily find the satisfaction level that's perfect for you. Zin, America's number one nicotine pouch, is available in over 100,000 locations nationwide. Visit Zin.com find to locate a store near you. That's Z-Y-N.com find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. There are... Uh, Claps going on all over the studio here. Josh Applebaum, as we welcome you back, Betting Across America, presented by BetMGM, because we have double sweats going on right now. We've got, I know, Brady Cannon coming up next on the edge. He just uh, cashed a Braves ticket as well. If he had the run line, that's a tough beat. Braves closer Kenley Jansen gives up a solo shot to Jock Peterson with two outs in the ninth to make it 7-6, but gets out of it, so the Braves get the job done behind Kyle Wright today. Josh, about a $1.40 favorite, and then uh, the, the save from Tanner Scott there in Miami. Marlins close out the Rockies 3-2 to two as they had that, uh, as you mentioned, Josh, big line move in their favor, up to about $1.45 in the market. So a couple of sweaters there for you, Josh, but you win dueling MLB games as we come back here on, on the show. little day baseball action for you there. Yeah, I love this day, these day baseball games, Ben. And again, a couple just tips here. Uh, not every line move is going to win, but anytime I see 10 cents of steam in favor of one team, that gets me going here. Gets my cap going, gets me excited to look deeper into these games. Of course, we do have the VEASAN.com bet split. So if you see, you know, for example, Miami getting, you know, 60% of bets, but 80% of money, and they move from, what was it, minus 120, minus 125, up to all the way like minus 140. To me, it's, those are the things that you're checking off these boxes and saying, hey, I'm trying to build a case to make a play that's worthwhile to me. So that's why I fired on Miami. Same thing with Atlanta. That was kind of a bet that it dipped a little bit, Ben. You know, at one point it was up to like minus 150 with the Braves, got down to like minus 140. But I'm kind of one of those betters that you dance with the one who brung you. Sometimes, you know, it would go the other way. Some people like to buy out of it. To me, I like to stick with my original bet so the Braves get it done. But both of those system matches were non-division home favorites. That's been a really good spot here. You don't have to worry about that divisional dog angle to the dog uh, with that familiarity. So both Miami and Atlanta, uh, non-division home favorites, now around 59% this year. A couple winners here. Again, you had to sweat, but uh, if it's a winner, it's a winner, Ben. We'll take it. 
No, hey, no doubt. And like it's baseball. You, I mean, anything can happen. It's a 162 game season, and uh, you know that that is rooted no further than what we're seeing today, where we just saw the Cubs put up a five spot in the uh, top of the eighth, down uh, six to two, only to then give up a solo home run, leading off the bottom of the eighth. So Cubs Pirates tied at seven right now, bottom half of the eighth, and then the Brewers, who were down two nothing early against the Cardinals, big juicy plus price. They just have responded four unanswered runs. Tyrone Taylor three run shot there, so Brew Crew up four two there in the top. Of the fifth. We'll update everything else. There are four games still in progress right now. Talk about the few games still to come on the night slate in our final segment. Uh, before we get to our NBA draft picks, though, Josh, which we'll do that here in a second, I will give out uh, the College World Series my thoughts on that game today. We just had Lufa Nicaro on. As we're seeing right now, this is again a, a game that gets underway. First pitch here at the top of the hour, four o'clock on the East Coast from Omaha, Nebraska. Ole Miss, Arkansas, still about a pick on most shops. I'm seeing Arkansas getting bet up to here about minus 115. Ole Miss minus 105 on the other side. And I am I am on Ole Miss. I'm going on the Rebs. Hotty toddy at minus 105. Both of these teams throwing their ace today. So expect a really good pitching matchup. This is one of the lower totals that you will see. I think it's a big reason why Gamblin' Lou, he wanted to go over here, Josh. We've seen a lot of big double-digit totals, but this one is only nine. We'll see Ole Miss go with Dylan DeLucia, who's been outstanding. 233 ERA in the postseason, and as a starter, 285 ERA across 11 starts, which by college baseball standards might as well be like a sub-1 ERA. That is really, really hard to do. Uh, the big thing I'm targeting here, though, Ole Miss, tremendous splits against left-handed pitchers as opposed to right-handed pitchers, where they've really struggled against lefties. You look at Ole Miss, they're hitting just 246 against lefties. Arkansas went heavy with left-handed pitching yesterday. They used basically all of their stud lefties, and as a result, got that win 3-2. to two. Well, today Arkansas only has one lefty available, and he's a seldom-used freshman who hasn't really pitched in a couple months. Ole Miss is hitting 294 this season against right-handed pitching. And this will really come down to how quickly can the Rebels knock out Connor Nolan, the Arkansas ace from the game. Nolan is tremendous. He's a guy uh, who has, has very, very good numbers this season. Um, looking at him, I mean, he's, he, he right now is at a spot where he, opponents are hitting only 250 against him, 106 strikeouts on the year in Connor Nolan. So uh, to me, Josh, I just have the belief that in a battle of bullpens today where both teams figure to, to be in a very tightly played matchup, Ole Miss, if they can knock out Nolan, they have a big, big edge here down the final innings after Arkansas had to really empty the tank yesterday in what was for them an elimination game, while for Ole Miss, they just needed to win one of these two games. So I'm riding with Ole Miss today, Josh. I mean, I know I'm putting your 1-0 your lifetime record of tailing me on the line here, but that, that'll be my decision today there in the College World Series. I love it, Ben. I had to wait, what is it, 35 minutes for this play, but I finally <laughs> yeah. got it. So at the next break, I'm going to rush to my book and go bet it. So I'm rooting for you, Ben. I'll make this one short and sweet. Uh, came up short yesterday on the Liberty over. Then at like 158, it was 162 and a half. So I'm going to see if we can get a winner here today. So again, this this baseball, you know, college baseball, WNBA challenge. My one bet today, WNBA, Ben, if anyone wants to uh, play this game, Mystics and Storm. The Storm open minus three. They're up to minus four. We've seen these these steam moves. They've done pretty well in, in, uh, in terms of totals but same thing with spreads and you see a steam move of at least one point in the WNBA in the team's favor they're 35 and 24 59 percent this year ATS I'm gonna go money line it's around minus 180 I just don't want to mess around with you know you win by two win by three but you don't cover so I'll pay a little bit more juice here Ben but a couple things I like the storm are rested they played the 19th the 21st year for the Mystics Mystics are gonna be without Della Don it's the Sue Bird retirement tour so I think these teams you know the storm who's played very well recently seven and three their last 10 five and one their last six uh, they have the leading scorer here and that other factor uh, with Sue Bird you're going to want to play well. It's their final year. I think that gives them a little bit added extra juice. So my play here, Ben, let's even get a WNBA winner. 
Give me the Seattle Storm on the money line, minus 180. Love it. I, I, like, I like how you're looking at deep angles as well. Sue Bird, retirement uh, narratives all, all around. Yeah. So that'll be, oh, we'll be rooting for you on that one, Josh. As far as NBA draft here, and I know we had the big discussion at the top of the show about all the movement surrounding the number one overall pick odds, where as we now stand, just looking at the latest here from BetMGM, Jabari Smith, minus 400 to be the number one overall pick. But looking further down the board, Josh, there's still a number of matchups and uh, first round props, overall player draft position props that I know you still feel have some value a little further down the at least the first round board as far as the actual timing here you might have to wait a little longer in the draft coverage but there are some spots you like what are a couple of the of the spots that you're honing in on here as we get now closer and closer toward the draft tonight yeah so if you're in a market that allows betting still Ben again these odds are going to come off the board pretty soon here so you don't really feel like you're just going to go you know out to launch hang out bet this thing at seven o'clock the time is really running out on these but I would still again if you haven't done it yet screenshot the odds right now give it out give it a two hours again it's going to come off the board soon but i'll give you a perfect example of some risers and some fallers right now ben a couple risers right now blake wesley and dalen terry these are a couple names you haven't heard a lot about but they're both at um wesley's under 21 and a half draft position it was minus 145 this morning to the under now it's minus 160 to the under so if you're looking at wesley some money here on going uh 20 or, or 21 or lower dalen terry same sort of thing under 22 and a half this morning, he was minus 185 under. Now he's minus 200 under. The other one that's rising, you're going to love this. Your guy, Sochan, or Sochan. I always so his name here, Ben. We're so, so fans Han, Thank here. you very yes. much. Yeah, Sohan, thank you. I, I was, that was a really rough one for my pronunciation, but <laughs> okay. under 12 and a half. Uh, it's juicy, but it was minus 200 under 12 and a half yesterday, Ben. Today, it's minus 225, so good news there. Some guys that are falling a little bit. Uh, Jaden um, Jaden Hardy hadn't really looked at this guy too much, but he was 23 and a half over minus 130 this morning. Now it's minus 160. Jalen Duran, who at one point was getting a lot of run to be a top 10 pick, I don't think that so anymore. Ben, he was over 10 and a half minus 135 this morning. Now it's over minus 145. And my favorite bet today is Ty Ty Washington. He's a freshman from Kentucky. He's about a six five guard. He averaged about 12 points a game. But his, he's had the biggest juice movement as a faller, basically, as odds mm. getting worse. He was 19 and a half uh, over under draft position. Yesterday and this morning, he was minus 120 to the over. Now he's minus 200 to the over. So I bet Ty Ty Washington over 19 and a half. And just some of these matchups, Ben, you're a Wisconsin guy. Hopefully I get your stamp of approval. Johnny Davis, he's a head-to-head -head against Griffin from Duke. Johnny Davis is minus 200. What I like to do is kind of play these prop bets off each other. So if you look at the Davis over-under at DraftKings, it's 10.5 under, around minus 145. If you look at Griffin, he's 11.5 over, around minus 145. So read between the lines, oddsmakers are expecting Davis to go before Griffin. Give me Davis, minus 200, to be drafted before Griffin tonight. I will give you the stamp of approval on, on that one, Josh. And as, like, as you point out, and some of the, the props we mentioned yesterday, and I, I like the Ty Ty Washington one as well. He went from minus 120 when we talked about it on the show yesterday to go over 19 and a half up to minus $2. Sohan, who again, the, the buzz around the league is his floor is going number 12 from minus 120 now to minus 200 on the under 12 and a half. And it's, you know, it's funny too, Josh, we've talked about some of the, the fallers here, at least in, you talked about Jalen Duran, how his positional odds have moved to the over, but he's still minus 115 to go top 10. And, and I, I'm not convinced he goes in that top 10. I love Usman Jang. I gave it out. Remember it was plus 160 when we discussed top 10 two days ago. You can still get him plus 110, which is a very reasonable bet to be made right now on Jang, who's been uh, targeted at number eight, 
pretty much this entire time. I would even take a flyer. I mean, Jang at 4-1 to one to go. Eighth overall is not bad either. Uh, other draft position one I'd throw out at you, Josh, as well. I should say the uh, the drafted first matchup. EJ Liddell minus 185 over Nikola Jovic, who I've seen Mox seeing him fall out of the first round right now. Liddell has been targeted by the Bucks at 24 and a couple teams in the low 20s. So that would be another one I would throw at you as well there. Liddell minus 185. I love that one, Ben. They're both 22 and a half, but Liddell's juiced up under. Uh, not Jokic, Jovic is juiced yeah, up yes, over. Exactly. I'm with you. Give me, give me Liddell on that one. Not ben. the same person, all right? Don't, yeah, don't, don't get all crazy <laughs> on that. But th- those are some of our NBA draft thoughts. We will wrap up the show. Talk some MLB best bets when we return here on Betting Across America. Attention, all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.
This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Turn a loss into a win with the King of Sportsbooks. Place a one-game parlay wager with at least four legs in any Major League Baseball game. If all legs of the parlay hit but one, you'll get your stake back in free bets up to $25. Log into your account or download the app and sign up with BetMGM to take advantage of this offer all season long. Just opt into the one-game parlay insurance promotion, then place a one-game parlay wager with four legs or more on any Major League Baseball game. If you miss only one leg on your wager, you'll receive up to $25 back in free bets. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. New and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Nevada, New York, or Washington, D.C. As we welcome you back for the final time, betting across America, I'm Ben Wilson, joined by Josh Applebaum from Boston as we get into our favorite plays here. Josh, for the MLB card tonight, a couple of updates here. Looks like it will be a win. I'm sure a whole lot of public betters there on the Dodgers today, Josh, in a getaway game. 10-5 behind Clayton Kershaw, blasting Hunter Green in the Reds as two, uh, 220 favorites. And you had to lay as high as I'm seeing. I mean, some of these shops had a $1.60 you had to lay on the run line, but that should get there bottom of the ninth. Uh, meanwhile, we've had craziness happening in Cubs and Pittsburgh, uh, P- Cubs and Pirates here, 7-7 to the bottom of the ninth. As we go back and forth, Cubs erased a four-run lead, uh, only to give it up in the bottom of the eighth. 7-7 there in what was basically a pick'em uh, entering play. In the meantime, Twins and Devin Smeltzer leading Zach Plesak and the Guardians battle for first in the AL Central. one nothing. Twins in the bottom of the eighth as about $1.35 favorites. And the Brewers have won the first five. They lead at 5-3 behind Jason Alexander over Dakota Hudson. Bottom of the fifth, there's about $1.25 favorites. So look at you, Josh. I mean, you're 2-0 already today. And I know it's a very short late card here. We just had one game get underway in the Bay Area with Frankie Montas and the A's against Robbie Ray and the Mariners. Mariners about a dollar fifteen favorite, but I know you're looking at it. There's a big, big series that starts tonight in the Bronx. It's Astros and Yankees. That'll be seven oh five on the East Coast. One of just three games, Josh. We have on the night slate tonight. Anything you like in that one with the Yankees here? About a dollar twenty-five favorite. So I do. I'm going to take a shot on a couple plays tonight, Ben. Just one comment real quick. You know, that Dodgers score, 10 to 5, flew over the posted total. I think it was like 9, I think, Ben, or 8.5, 9, somewhere around there. One comment on Great American Ballpark. Historically, that's been one of the best over ballparks, you know, that we've seen uh, pretty much year in and year out. Right up there with uh, Citizens Bank uh, Ballpark with the Phillies. But the Great American Ballpark, it's the second best over stadium in all Major League Baseball, trailing only Truist Park, the Atlanta Braves right now. This year at the Red Stadium, the over, 21 and 13, 62%. You'd be up around around eight units here if you bet every great American ballpark over. But also keep in mind the weather. If you can get hot, humid weather, again, that makes it difficult on the pitcher, benefits the hitters here, 85 degrees or more. You see that total uh, you know, you know, tick up a little bit in terms of juice. Think about great American ballpark overs, especially on hot, windy days blowing out. Uh, but tonight, Ben, I'll take a shot on the dog, actually. You know, when I'm betting Major League Baseball, I love division dogs, but I do lean on a lot of favorites here because chalk has done very well this season. A lot of these, you know, chalk systems have done great. It reminds me a lot of the NHL this year. We had a really good uh, favorite year as well. But I'm going to take a shot in Houston. This is a dog to me that's a worthwhile play tonight. Number one, what's the what's the line telling us, Ben? It's moving toward the Houston Astros. So the Yankees open around a minus 135 favorite. They're getting across our bet splits here at, bet, at, uh, at DraftKings. Beeson.com slash splits. You can look at all these uh, percentages. They get updated every 10 minutes on our website. But they're only getting 20% of bets on Houston. You have 80% of bets on the Yankees tonight. 
but they open minus 135. Ben, they're getting eight out of 10 bets. Shouldn't they be up to minus 140, minus 150? No, it's going the other way. The Yankees have fallen minus 135 to minus 121. That tells us, you know, money and respected money, not public betting, but respected money seems to be on the Astros here. So this is a kind of a classic reverse line move. Heavy betting Yankees at the lines falling to the Astros. I'm going to take a shot on the Strohs here, a little bit of plus money. They're 29 and 18 against right-handed pitchers this year. They're facing Jamison Tyon. They're 23 and 14 on the road, so they've done well on the road. They're six and one their last seven. Then also you look at Valdez, his last eight starts, Houston seven and one in those games. Another kind of small variable here, Ben. Maybe it's a benefit. The Yankees are playing their first game back in uh, in the Bronx after a long road trip here. So anytime you're on the road, the first game back, sometimes that can be a, you know, people are annoying you. They want tickets, you know, uh, they want tickets to the game. You want to sleep in your own bed. Some of those distractions sometimes hurt teams after a long road trip. So my play here, Ben, I'll take the plus money. Give me the Strohs, shop around around a plus 113, plus 114. And I have to imagine this move is really based on what you just talked about with Framber Valdez specifically. And a guy who you look at his numbers now at 278 ERA, expected ERA of 315. So it's not like a whole lot of regression is, is coming. And a 269 bat hip, a little bit lower than league average, but that's nothing that makes the alarm bells go off as far as, oh boy, this, this guy's about to regress. A lefty who has really good stuff. What I like about Valdez, I mean, he's among the league leaders. 27% hard hit percentage against. That is among the best among qualified pitchers, not just in the AL, but the major leagues in general. And just a three barrel percentage so far. Only seven barreled balls hit up against Framber Valdez so far this year. As we know, when you're facing the Yankees, there's one thing you need to do, and that is miss bats. And Framber Valdez has done a very good job of missing bats and limiting hard contact this year. You can still, just looking across the market, Josh, still finding him, at least in the Nevada jurisdiction, as high as plus 117 right now. Valdez against Jamison Tyone, who, is, who has pitched very well, 8-1, sub-3 ERA. We'll see if he can keep it going. Was projected as more of a fifth starter uh, this year for the Yankees. That is one of the big matchups tonight in the AL. We have a big NL matchup as well. As Ranger Suarez and the Phillies go out west, they take on Joe Musgrove and the Padres. Keeping in mind, Musgrove just coming off a stint on the COVID IL, so it's good for the Padres, who have been very banged up, to have Musgrove back tonight. And Josh, I'm seeing in some shops the Padres now getting as high as minus 175 here at the South Point, where I'm sitting minus $1.60 with a total of seven tonight. Yeah, give me the fathers here, Ben. I'm going to sweat San Diego. I'm loving this late movement in their favor. Earlier this morning, I was kind of viewing the Padres as a value play, not really a sharp play because the line didn't really move at all. They were getting a slight majority of bets, but they opened around like minus 150. They were kind of staying minus 150, but now we're starting to see this line tick up further to San Diego. They're up to, as you mentioned, Ben, around minus 160 across the board. Couple good system matches, as we mentioned, that just cashed with Atlanta and Miami today. Non-division home favorites, 59% this year. Been a pretty good system historically. What I like about this one is is Joe Musgrove. Ben, I was looking at his numbers. Incredible. He's coming off that short COVID stint, but he's eight and oh, 1.59 ERA. If you're looking at NL Cy Young odds, and maybe next time we see Josh Towers, we'll throw Musgrove at him. But he's plus 400 to win the NL Cy trailing only Alcantara from the Marlins, who's plus 300. If you look at his 12 starts this year, San Diego is 11-1 and one in those starts. Uh, you look at Ranger Suarez, numbers aren't terrible. Uh, you know, he's 5-4, and 4.4 ERA, but they're just 2-4 and four his last six starts. And what I really like about San Diego here, Ben, is they mash left-handed pitching. Against lefties this year, the Padres are 17-7. and seven. You also look at some other, uh, you know, stits, uh, splits here. They're 20-13 and 13 at home, San Diego. They're 29-18 and 18 as a favorite. Philly has struggled against right-handed pitching. And that, again, that hopefully is a good advantage here for the Padres. But Philly's only 23 and 25 against righties. They're just 10 and 15 as a dog. San Diego's won three straight. Uh, the Philly, Phillies have lost three straight. 
head-to-head San Diego's two and one so far. They've only played three games, but I'm loving this late movement. I love this spot. San Diego against a lefty, 17 and seven. And I think this price with Musgrove pitching so well, it's a little bit low. It's starting to get hit up now, Ben, but give me San Diego. Also a favorite low total. This total is just seven. Again, correlative betting, favorite low total, dog high total. Give me the Padres here, Ben. I'm sweating the fathers. And yeah, I'm sure they're glad to have Musgrove back. You mentioned the 11 and 0 record in his starts, eight and 0 overall as he gets ready to, to make the start today. Sub-2 ERA and the Padres' eighth, I should say tied for seventh, in WRC Plus against left-handers this year, 112. So uh, the, the numbers don't lie on what the Padres are doing. And again, we've started to see this rise. You can still get it in the sixty range for the Padres tonight uh, against the Phillies. And as, yes, as you talked about, I mean, the NL, Centra, or NL uh, wild, uh, MVP race, I should say, both MVP and Cy Young, it is viewed to be relatively wide open. We saw Goldschmidt make a big move on MVP to be the favorite, but without Quintero, uh, you see Alcantara, Musgrove, and Corbin Burns from Milwaukee. It, it's really, I mean, those three, they're all right there. We'll see if Musgrove can continue to separate himself. Again, coming off the COVID IL tonight, which which should be an interesting one. Uh, we have a one other game as well. Josh, I imagine no play, though. Orioles, White Sox, Orioles finished their game. It was, it was shortened due to rain, but they left the ballpark at about 1 a.m. last night with a series of rain delays. They take on the, the scuffling White Sox who lose once again yesterday and add a couple more players. Adam Engel goes on the IL, and Luis Robert leaves that game yesterday with injury there for the Sox. Yeah, and by the way, the O is coming up bigly for the team. Remember yesterday, Ben, we were talking about that game. It was like minus 120 up hey, to minus 150. How how can you lay a minus number there with the O's? Well, they get it done. It was rain-shortened, of course. To me, Ben, it's a no-play. I do have some good system matches on Chicago. If you look at these uh, non-division home favorites, again, 58%, but also a favorite who made the playoffs last year. The opponent did not. That's 65% this year. But one thing tripping me up is Chicago is getting like 85% of bets. They're a super public play tonight. Yet the line really hasn't moved at all. If anything, it's even dipped a little bit, like minus 155 White Sox down to minus 150. So it's a no bet for me, Ben. If anything, I'd maybe hold my nose, lean a little bit under here. It is juiced up under, uh, and you don't have really wind blowing out at all. So maybe kind of a sneaky contrarian underplay there. All right, and it is final in Cincinnati. Dodgers 10, Reds 5, so the big favorite of the Dodgers gets it done. Another over, as you were talking about, Josh, uh, does hit. Meanwhile, Travelers Championship, Rory McIlroy, 8 under first round. So much for all the distractions this week as he's been peppered with questions about the Live Tour. But uh, Rory 8 under, he is your leader in the clubhouse after going off as a co-favorite. Uh, Josh, we'll, and we'll talk more golf here next with uh, the Ed. But, Josh, best of luck with the NBA draft picks tonight. I'm sure we will have a lot to discuss tomorrow on the Friday show. I can't wait, Ben. Good luck. And go Jabari Smith. Don't screw this up, Magic. Don't screw it up. Yes. Uh, speaking of golf, Brady Cannon from the Long Shots crew. He's here to host The Edge. We'll have him coming up right after this as we say so long from betting across America. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddy? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one -on -one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening.